10.25, we are back on the morning meeting here on Newstalk 98.9 FM and 1400 AM KFRU. Your updated KOMU 8, first alert weather here on KFRU. Well, it's uh, sunny today, very hot, hence the heat advisory that runs through tomorrow. We'll be into the upper 90s today, the heat index into the triple digits. Uh, tonight, we're only down into the mid-70s for a low, then we're back into the mid to upper 90s for a high Tomorrow, right now, uh, it is partly cloudy, 85 on your news, weather and talk station. News Talk 98.9 FM and 1400 AM KFRU. On the way, in about 20 minutes, um, I think it's going to be Kesley with a style. Double check that here in a minute um, to talk weather. And also, we'll be talking to the uh, clerk of Boone County, Brianna Lennon, in just a few minutes to see how things are going at the polls this morning. They opened at 6, remember? Close at 7. You're on the morning meeting. Hello. Oh, hi, Simon. Hi. Uh, yeah, I hope everybody uh, gets out to vote today. Uh, bring an umbrella. Don't want to stand in that sun too long. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I was interested in the Pelosi issue. Uh, you know, apparently she just landed out there in um, Taiwan. Yeah. And uh, you, you're probably aware. You remember after World War II, uh, Formosa used to be an island, uh, and the natives called it Formosa. Uh, but uh, at the end of World War II, the Chinese had kicked the uh, Japanese out, and then they started fighting with each other. Mao Zedong was fighting with Chiang Kai-shek. And Mao Zedong pretty well beat Chiang Kai-shek and forced him to flee, and so he landed in Formosa. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm trying to remember if he called it Taiwan or if China had called it Taiwan. But uh, somehow or another, the name uh, Taiwan had been in dispute for years. But I'm wondering if you think that the, uh, that Pelosi's trip out there, of course, it's probably to deal with the supply chain. And, you know, the supply chain is hurting everybody. And if Formosa has been a trading partner for years, and then all of a sudden China, mainland China, was the trading partner, uh, and now things are all bollocked up with uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, with COVID and yeah, whatnot. Oh, yeah, it's a mess, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just wondering if uh, if the issue of uh, a trade with uh, Taiwan is at issue, but what is even more complicating about it you know they both were doing sweatshops yeah and whether they were paying two cents an hour in one place or five cents an hour in the other place the original rise of communism had to do with getting rid of sweatshops so if i don't even believe that the communists in mainland china are communists they, because they yeah. have sweatshops they're not really, well yeah they're not i mean the chinese that's why it's careful people call them the chinese communist party i mean they're not communists in what you would call the marxian vein of communism or how he envisioned it right uh so yep. you're right about that because you're right, people would be earning a wage that was a living wage and wouldn't require sweatshops if that was the case. I think you're right. That's one of the reasons she's there. Because as they pointed out on the news call, the people like Newt Gingrich went there as House Speaker. Um, you know, there's been other high-profile delegations. It's just in the times that we find ourselves, everything's hyped up, hence the increased rhetoric and all of this stuff. But I think you're you're on the money. I don't think she would risk going there and causing the diplomatic pain that it's going to cause if there wasn't a serious move to try 
to open up some kind of supply line. But again, uh, you're right. I mean, I think they've both been guilty of sweatshop um, conditions, let's put it that way, haven't they? So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. It looks like so far the Chinese are not very pleased, but that's no surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, just one last thing. Uh, you know, I've looked at these. Uh, there was an old uh, uh, CIA guy who became a whistleblower. His name was Philip Agee. And he was always talking about the idea that all of the wars of the world were really corporate takeovers. One corporation wanted to have sweatshops in this country or that country, and so, you know, mining interests would take over a country or whatever. And so the idea that the wars, the taxpayers were paying for one corporation to crush and uh, or uh, to grab some land in the name of a war, but it was really about a corporate takeover. So I'm just wondering, you know, obviously today's election day, uh, which side do you want to have control the corporate takeovers? Well, Personally, I'm a I'm Green Party, so I try to stay out of those two-party uh, mixes. Well, I would tell you, yeah, I, I wouldn't want really anybody to have... I mean, corporations are necessary, but yeah, when you, when you talk massive corporations, caller, like the ones you're referring to, that's a danger. And that kind of goes back to what we were just talking about with Luke at the beginning of the hour. Uh, and that is this publishing uh, trial today about uh, Penguin Random House becoming a huge monster corporation, uh, controlling so much publishing. I mean, do you, do you really want to see that? I, I don't know if we do, uh, to be honest with do you. you. Remember, do you remember Texas has got a school book commission? And those are the guys that are trying to take Thomas Jefferson out of yeah. uh, the textbooks, and mm -hmm. they want to take the Declaration of Independence out and all this. You know, they're not even right-wing. They're more like corporate staters that run all of the textbooks in Texas. And so if I'm trying to remember if Random House makes textbooks, and, uh, um, you know, there's, there's this danger. Yeah, probably. Caller, you bring up some good points. i got to let you go, though, because i got to get out of the way for news here, and then we'll get to uh, Brianna Lennon, Boone County's clerk. But listen, thanks for your call. Yeah, we'll see how that shakes out today. Uh, it is 10.31 at KFRU. Missouri Net News, I'm Brent Palm. Today's primary election's a big day for those seeking public office, but Joey Parker reports only about a third of Missouri's registered voters are expected to turn out. The important elections are the primary. Professor Dan Butler from Washington University in St. Louis says many voters mistakenly think that the general election is their best opportunity to make their vote count. With Missouri's Secretary of State predicting a primary turnout of just 32 percent, Professor Butler says by the time November 8th comes around, the decision has effectively been made. When we get to the general, most people are going to vote along party lines. His primary election advice for voters? Get in the game and make their voice heard. Joey Parker, Missouri Net. Former President Trump is endorsing Eric in today's Missouri Republican Senate primary. But Trump didn't specify whether he's supporting ex-governor Eric Greitens or Attorney General Eric Schmidt. And the St. Louis Cardinals landed left-handed pitcher Jose Quintana in a trade with the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is Missouri Now.